Did you know that podcasting is the new gold rush? Companies like Apple, Google, and Amazon certainly know that it is, and that's why they're wanting more podcast shows from interesting and beautiful souls just like you. Christine Blasdale is the author of the number one Amazon bestseller, Your Amazing Itty Bitty Podcast Book, and she wants to help you get your very own podcast out into the world. So to book a free podcast strategy session with Christine, visit christineblasdale.com. Again, that's christineblasdale.com and schedule a consultation. And trust me, you'll be happy that you did. Welcome to Out of the Box with Christine, the podcast for conscious folk. I am your host, Christine Blasdale. This program is intended to bring you a fresh perspective on this thing we call life. And in each and every episode, we're going to dive into the topics that matter most with lively conversations on issues such as business, health, wealth, love, and transformational healing, all with the goal of creating a better world and becoming a happier human being. I will be your tour guide on this epic adventure, and as we embark on this journey, our ultimate goal is going to be one of transformation to our highest potential. And now, let's get out of the box. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine. I am your host, Christine Blasdale, and I am really happy that you tuned in today because I have someone who's a dear, well, just like a family member, really, um, Dr. Edward Group, who is the what, C- CEO, the big CEO. kahuna, the big the kahuna, founder, basically. the founder of, the, of Global Healing. And Dr. Group is, well, he, he, he is someone who has taught me so much about our bodies and how to heal our bodies and what to do, what to take out of our, of our diet, but also the stuff that we don't see, the things that are around us, electromagnetic frequencies and everything. And, and I'm just so happy to have him be on Out of the Box with Christine. Welcome to the show, Dr. Group. Well, you know, we have a long history together and it's been a fantastic one. Uh, I'm, it's a pleasure for me to be on. I love, love, love coming on the show with you because we can just talk about anything. We don't have to plan anything. The conversation just flows. We just have that connection. That's, I tell you, it's, it's, it is very rare to have that kind of a connection. I, I can't tell you how many shows I do that are just kind of like awkward. And it's just because <laughs> the, the host just, I mean, you know, it, you don't have that flow. But uh, with you, it's always a pleasure. Well, I just, I love and adore you. So it's easy. It's easy to talk to a family member. Well, some family members maybe, but it's easy to talk to you. But I, let's give our listeners, if you don't mind, and viewers who are watching this on YouTube, a little bit of an idea of your background, because I know that you initially, you were going down that, what is it? The, the allopathic uh, route you were going to be, you're going to, you were going to be, be a doctor, but be like, like a heart surgeon or something, right? Yeah, that, you know, I, you know, to back up a little bit, had a interesting childhood, um, was very hard to understand, I guess. I I didn't even understand myself uh, because I was having visions at an early age and um, I tried to talk about it. Nobody really wanted to listen, which my mom was an alcoholic. My dad was a workaholic. So, you know, I was out kind of just on my own a lot of the time and, um, which, which looking back, I think, you know, I don't have any regrets, um, because I, I really believe everything happens exactly the way it's supposed to happen. Uh, but it really taught me, uh, to kind of experience my own little world. And, and, and I was kind of a rebel from an early age. I mean, I remember going through family counseling all the time and it wasn't till later on, uh, that I figured out that uh, that I had a, a counselor tell me I was an indigo child. And I said, what the heck is an indigo child? Wow, really? Back then? Well, this was this was later on um, after I'd gotten out of the military. Um, and this oh, was- Oh, I can't see you in the military, Dr. Group. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I was telling you I was a rebel, right? Yes. So I hate school. Yes. And, and the reason I bring that up is because I didn't know, but later on they told me, 
all the symptoms or the signs, not really symptoms, because it's really a, you're really blessed and you are too. I mean, a lot of, uh, a lot of us are, have heightened spiritual awareness and our mission is really to create positive change in people's lives and, in, in, and for the planet. Um, so most of us have already known each other and we're, we're just reconnecting basically. And, uh, but, but it, you can either go two ways and it's still happening today. Like you can be put on medications to dumb that down and to create a humanoid, or you can avoid it and embrace it and, and, and thrive in that because we all have the symptoms of ADD. We have ADHD. We have, uh, you know, we kind of live halfway in the spiritual world and halfway in the physical world. You know, sometimes people talk to us and we don't hear a word they say. And then there's, did you hear that? And you're like, oh, sorry, can you repeat that? It's like, we're, we're very intelligent. We're very entrepreneurial. We're very caring for the, very caring to people. Like we want to help people all the time um, to the point where sometimes we get burned for it. Um, but that's also a learning lesson. Um, so the follow-up to the story that you asked is that this is kind of a background. Um, and I was at that time, didn't, I really didn't know what I wanted to do, uh, after high school. So I did join the military and, um, the, I remember seeing the movie Rambo and I was like, Oh, that's so cool. I want to be like that as a kid. Right. And, um, so I did, I was in the infantry and everything. And, I think the good experience actually about the military was that it taught me a lot of discipline. Um, that's probably the biggest takeaway that I have uh, that really, you know, helped me um, structure things a little bit better. Uh, then I went into college uh, and that's when I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. Um, I, I originally went in and wanted to be a, an attorney. I could not stand memorizing all those cases. I, we get bored very easily. And um, exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, the indigo children and all that. So I, I wanted to find something else. And then I went into health sciences and kinesiology and ended up 12 years, seven different colleges. And um, towards the end of that, um, I ended up... I, I wanted to be a heart surgeon, basically, like you said. I, I, I figured, you know, I learned so much about the body by that point. Let me take my MCAT. Let me see if I can get into um, medical school. Of course, you know, I was never an A student. I was always like a BC student because I was, you know, juggling the, you know, I was always like involved in the multi-level marketing thing at the same time. And I was like, I was trying to, you know, hustle and make money over here and you know, over here. And, um, so at that point in time, what changed my life, really one person, um, he's, no, he's no longer on the planet. Uh, he was, uh, I met him at, I can't remember, I think it was a dinner or something, and he was doing research on cancer and natural medicine, uh, natural therapies for cancer. This was in the mid 90s. This is like 1995 or around there. I'm not really, uh, really good with the past uh, in dates, but somewhere around there. Mind you, there was no uh, internet back then. Uh, I mean, there was, but you couldn't even get on it. There was no information on there, anything like that. So we literally, uh, so he told me, go prove to me that pharmaceuticals work. And I was brainwashed at that time thinking that pharmaceuticals were the answer. That's what I was trained. I was trained allopathically and um, he challenged me and I thought he was crazy and he was a quack and he was some weirdo and and so, but I, but at the same time I listened and I went to the library and I took a couple pharmaceuticals and broke them down and realized in about two hours that, oh my gosh, this is, this is horrible. What is going on here? I can't believe that people are being prescribed these things um, because it shut something down in the body. It uh, covered something up in the body. It created seven more side effects um, and so at that point in time, I was just like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And went back to him and said, teach me everything, you know, and I still wanted to be a doctor at the time. So as I was part of this research team, this cancer research team, I was going to chiropractic college at the same time to become a chiropractor. 
Um, that led us to looking into and finding, traveling around, talking to all these doctors, most of them underground, evaluating research, all the different things they were doing to, and the successes they've had treating their patients, uh, their cancer patients. And not only cancer, but every disease. Uh, cancer was actually the hardest. I mean, if you, can, if you can teach somebody how to eliminate cancer from their body, um, you can teach them how to eliminate any other symptom or any other disease fairly easily. Um, so when we felt like we had enough research, we, want, we wanted to open up our own clinic. We did. We, in 1998, around that time, I was graduating from chiropractic college. We went full-blown into alternative oncology. We joke around like we were the first on alternative oncologists in the country um, back then uh, because it just wasn't, there weren't a lot of uh, doctors that were alive that were, you know, doing natural cancer treatments. Um, and that only lasted a short period of time, maybe a couple of years before the FDA came in, they raided us. And they told us, basically, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to talk about your uh, ways to heal the body, you know. And that's when we, well, we figured out long before that, when we were looking at the root cause of disease um, and looking at all the chemicals in the air and the food and the water and the environment and the stresses people were under, um, that led us down some deep, dark uh, rabbit holes on who really runs the world. Um, the purpose, the purposeful systems that have been put into place to create illness and to create sickness uh, so they can in turn come back on the other side and, and make money off us, off us and uh, the methods to control the population and the, and the propaganda that spread through the TV and the connection between all that and it's, it's very, you know, years and years of understanding how that whole system works um, and how it, how it all comes together and then how the general population is exposed to it. And, and that, all of that, and the reason that's so important for health is because all of that creates uh, mental instability and in mental health conditions as well as physical health conditions and get, the, get ready for this, spiritual health conditions. So when you talk about the mind, the body, and the soul as the trinity for healing, all of those are being affected by a, a group of people that are trying to uh, maintain control over the world and over uh, the sickness and disease mechanism. Otherwise, there's been thousands, you know, millions of cures that have been you know, out there for a long period of time, and they're just not allowed. Well, and, you know, something that, that woke me up um, a few years ago, and I don't know if it's still happening, and it made me, it made me quite nervous for naturopathics, um, doctors, and, and, and traditional medical doctors who are, who have woken up, and who are telling people to go more along the lines of an alternative um, natural way to deal with the, the things that we, you know, we deal with, whatever it is, if it's high blood pressure or uh, type two diabetes. And what made me like really sit up and take notice was they were all of these ex extremely talented naturopathic physicians and, and doctors who were um, saying that they had concerns about particular vaccines. They were all vanishing. And I know you know this. Uh, I mean, suicide rate amongst these naturopathic physicians was so off the charts. There, there's no way the odds would never be. And these are these were um, happy, um, fulfilled physicians with with clients and patients that were getting better. And all of a sudden, you know, it was just it was boggling, mind-boggling how many had been had been removed from our beautiful. Um, planet. And um, uh, it's, that says yeah. something. That says uh, something. Yeah, you're right. There's been hundreds of doctors that have been supposedly committed suicide uh, over the last 50 years or so because uh, they've come up with some sort of natural cure for something or they're being vocal about it or they're 
have an anti-pharmaceutical viewpoint. And it's really sad that we live in supposedly, you know, a free society and yet there's so much control um, over everything. You know, people think, oh, the government, the president, it gets so much higher and deeper than that. That's that's way down on the totem pole of what's really going on behind the scenes. When you when you go up the ladder to the Bilderbergs and the D six and the this and the and the I the the I group, which is and the Vatican and the and the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and the Soros and the you know, it's um, it it is sad. But you know you have to have hope, and we're here to try to ex, ex, I don't want to say expose, but in order for you to understand how to heal your body, you have to understand what's causing your illness. And this is what we really, really focused on and found was one of the most successful ways to teach people how to heal themselves. Because ultimately, a doctor should be a teacher. And it's the job of the doctor to explain to the patient why they have the condition they have. And then also the methods that they need to take to uh, that their body's self-healing mechanism can reactivate and their body can heal themselves. And one of the things that we noticed is even today, you know, the naturopathic colleges, the chiropractic colleges, all that stuff, they're still teaching. Now, I love them, by the way. I'm not saying anything bad about them. But they're still teaching that um, the symptomology approach. And that means, okay, so in an allopathic model, if you come in with a headache, you're going to get a pain medication. You come in with an infection, you're going to get an antibiotic. In the natural model, you're going to come in with a headache and you're going to get white willow bark. You're going to come in with an infection and you're going to get oregano oil or something like that. Both of them are still focused on the symptoms of the condition. What we focus on is the root cause of the condition. Now, if you, if you look at the root cause of any disease, whether it's cancer, diabetes, heart disease, you name it, it's going to be caused, and everybody's different. Everybody has their own toxic threshold is what we found out. Like you might be able to uh, take in a million chemicals and toxins and parasites and all this stuff on a daily basis, and it might not affect you. Somebody else might only be able to take in 50,000 chemicals and toxins and all that on a daily basis. And it does affect them. And then they start getting headaches or joint pain or high blood sugar or, you know, whatever they get. So what we found was the root cause of all disease. And when I say disease, that, that also includes mental illness and, uh, and alterations in your spiritual health as well, is an accumulation of chemicals and toxins coming into your body from the food you eat, the air you breathe, the water, the beverages you drink, the external, that'd be the internal environment, toxicity, and then the external environment, which would be um, where you work, where you sleep, you know, what you're exposed to externally. Um, and then that also includes what's anything that can be manipulating your mood or your mind and that can, and creating very, very low vibrational states within your body through fear, anger, depression, anxiety, stress, jealousy, like the, all of the negative emotions. Um, and there's many, many things that are purposely done to keep us at very, very low vibrational states by constantly feeding us information that puts us in a negative state instead of a positive state. That, that fight or flight mode um, as well. And when you were talking about the toxicity level uh, that we're exposed to in day-to-day -day life, you know, anything from the, the foods that we eat, the water that we drink or the water that we don't drink enough of, uh, but also then you have a whole new, you have generations of, of children. And I looked, um, and I, I, I was born in 64. So um, 
probably most of the vaccines that I had was in those first four or five years, right? Uh, and I think it was maybe seven over that course. And I remember, I still think that the, the most terrifying day of school was when I went to school thinking it was a normal school day in elementary school. And they had a long line of kids and ki I could hear kids crying, screaming <laughs> in an office. And I was told I was, you know, we're, we're getting something that's going to make us, you know, better. But we only had about, like I said, I think maybe seven or eight. Now, and maybe you know, but now I don't know if my eyeballs were correct. And when I saw there was 70 plus vaccines that our children are, are being subjected to. And every single one has, has, a, has chemical in it, has a preservative in it. Has, some of them have aluminum. Some of them, I mean, I know you know the makeup of some of these better than, than others. How many vaccines are our babies, our children being exposed to currently? Do you know? It's uh, depending on where you are, but it's over 70. You're right. It's over 70, usually between 70 and 80 by the time they're 12. And uh, they, it's, it's one of the most damaging things. We've seen autism. We've seen Guillain-Barre. We've seen all kinds of neurological issues. We've seen uh, the body shutting down. We've seen massive amounts of deaths. Um, the ingredients in these flu shots and in these vaccines, uh, all different types of infertility uh, chemicals to make you sterile. Uh, that's why we're having such issues with uh, infertility. When you and I, I was born in 68. You look amazing, by the way, to be born. I mean, I think, well, I think I, you're you doing something right. Um, by the time I was, I, I actually found in the attic, not, I, I, about a year ago, we were cleaning out uh, stuff and I found my 12th grade uh, report card. And by the 12th grade, I had had three vaccines three. That's it. And now you're talking over 70 of uh, it's, it's, it's insane what's going on with the children today. And not only that, the children are not even understood and they're being put on all kinds of uh, psychiatric medications. Right. They're being they're diagnosed with bipolar. Yes. They're the being diagnosed with all these different mental illnesses. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know what, you know, another reason why they're doing that is because all the, the children that have been coming in, like we were the indigos, the indigos were the first, then you had the rainbow and now you have the crystal uh, and the star children and they're advanced, they're, they're advanced spiritual beings that are here to raise the consciousness of the planet. And the powers that be know this, um, they know, they also know that our pineal gland <clears throat> is the third eye. Okay, that's our third eye. And if you uh, dissect the pineal gland, there's actually a crystal inside of it. And that's where how we communicate with God, with the, the you know, whatever you, the higher intelligence, the, the, the totality of consciousness, let's say. That's our communication pathway. It's been proven for thousands of years. So back in the 1930s, uh, 40s, uh, they came up with this genius plan of uh, testing all these chemicals and then dissecting uh, individuals in concentration camps in Germany and Russia and found that, oh, guess what? When we give this chemical to uh, these individuals, it calcifies the pineal gland. So what happens when you calcify the pineal gland? You cover up that you take away that spiritual connection from people. And guess what uh, the chemicals they use to do that? They use fluoride, chloride, and bromide, which are now in practically every single food item, every single beverage, every single uh, car. Uh, bromide is a, is a, can work as a fire retardant, so it's in all your furniture. It's basically all the halogens, the toxic halogens, are what calcify your pineal gland. Now, if you look at what decalcifies your pineal gland, is going to be iodine. 
And that's why there was such a, that's why you never hear that much about iodine because they never want anybody to know the benefits of iodine and how every cell in your body needs iodine and everybody on the planet is iodine deficient. And that's why you're seeing so many reproductive issues, thyroid issues, um, brain issues, you name it, you can link every single pretty much disease to an iodine deficiency. But the reason I love iodine so much um, because of all this research that we did is the fact that it helps decalcify and pull the bromide, the fluoride and the chloride out of the pineal so you can get your spiritual connection back. And it also helps uh, pull all those toxins out of the thyroid gland and, and everywhere else in the, in the body. I mean, women especially who suffer from fibrocystic breasts, any type of ovarian cysts, um, any reproductive issues, uh, iodine is one of the best things in the world for that. So in simplicity, basically, what, I, what, what we know is that if you really talk about how healing works in the simplest manner, it's we are all vibrational or energetic beings and you know people all talk about oh science this science this science is not science is man-made okay quantum energy and who we really are and how we react to things is on a quantum level science cannot explain that and that's why they keep looking in the wrong directions all the time and that's why science will never solve our problems you know you might you might get some good things out of science but as far as cracking the code of the mind body soul relationship and the healing and all that you have to start understanding energy you have to start understanding vibrations and i'll give you some examples if your vibration is low you're going to attract low vibrational things that means low vibrational people uh, emotions, events, you're going to start being drawn to those kind of things. Illnesses. If your vibration is high, you're going to attract high vibrational things, people, emotions, health, all of that. So healing is nothing more than a, a, when you factor in all these chemicals and toxins, all those lower your vibrations. Like everything you do on a daily basis, if you pick up a soda, and you look at it, that's going to lower your vibrations because it's got sugar, it's got toxins, it's got nothing live in it. It's got nothing that's going to raise your vibrational frequencies. Einstein said, everything in life is vibration. And you know the doctors that have been doing that research, like in 1992, there was a guy named Bruce Tanio, he was doing research on vibrations and he would measure all kinds of things in the body. And he said a healthy body frequency was between 62 and 78 megahertz. And he said disease starts at 58 megahertz. So mm. we have, mm. and, and we've, we have had individuals that have started measuring all that stuff. And even David Hawkins, who's a famous uh, PhD MD scientist, renowned psychiatrist, physician, he was the one that developed the map of consciousness uh, in a great book called Power Versus Force. It's a great book if anyone uh, wants to uh, read that. And he came up with the vibrational scale that we live in and enlightenment, that would be like a monk or like, you know, anybody on a very, very high master level, Jesus, what, you know, anybody on that high spiritual level resonated at a frequency between 700 and a thousand. Wow. And the second level down from that, everybody would think love would be the second one down, but the second highest frequency was peace, believe it or not. And the peace frequency was 800. And the next one below peace was joy or bliss and joy or bliss was uh, five, around 550 and then love. So it went enlightenment, then it went peace, then it went joy, then it went love. But then he noticed that anything below 200, the frequencies below 200, your body was in a low vibrational state. And that was anger, fear, uh, grief, 
shame, guilt, all of those negative emotions that brought you down to that negative state, frustration, all of that stuff. So how that ties into healing the body is that what lowers your healing vibrations on a daily basis. And when I say that, it's, uh, it's really like what lowers your self-healing mechanism because we all have the, the best healing medicine is in us all. Like we have it in, in us. It's just being suppressed and covered up with all these chemicals and toxins and everything else. And that's going to be um, what lowers your frequency is going to be anything that's not living, that's dead, negative emotions, electromagnetic frequencies, 5G, parasites, harmful organisms, chemicals, negative people, living in that sympathetic state all the time, watching negative stuff on TV, um, being in harmful or toxic relationships, and that can be at work, that can be anywhere, really. And having, the, the big one here is having blocked elimination routes. So, you know, we talked about all this stuff that can come in and all this stuff that restricts the self-healing mechanism and clogs up your system and all this stuff and emotions and 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 the key is how do you get that out of the body like how do you get re release your emotions like if you keep suppressing 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 building all these chemicals and toxins over and over for years and years and years you have all this stuff stuck in your body how do you get it out i mean he even did a study where he he showed that Negative thought, like a negative thought instantaneously lowers your vibration, your body's vibration by 12 megahertz, just by having a negative thought. So that's how, why it's so important to, uh, to try to stay as positive as you can. We, we, we all go through times of, you know, stress. And but it, you, don't add, you don't add to it by actually like watching something that is distressing or listening to music that is, um, you know, that lowers your frequency if you add exactly. to that, it's that cumulative effect as well, right? It is, a, it is a cumulative effect. Imagine like 40 years ago when you were cooking in your kitchen and you've still been cooking in your kitchen, but you've never cleaned anything. Yeah. Like you, you literally like wouldn't even, your kitchen would be- <laughs> It would be gross. Even after a month, you would, it would be like a huge trash dump and with mold everywhere and fungus and- like that's what people are walking around with right now. Like they haven't cleaned their bodies. So the whole point of this story is um, how do you get rid of all that buildup? And, and the secret to health is nothing more in the simplicity of cleansing and detoxifying your body on a regular basis, opening up your elimination routes, your natural elimination routes. See, because what hap what's happened with people is as they've congested their system with all this stuff, their elimination routes have stopped working. And women have five elimination routes and men have four. You have a uh, urination, you're gonna urinate. Um, you have defecation, you have sweating, you have breathing, and women have their menstrual cycles. Okay, so what's happened over the last 40 years is people aren't drinking any more water. So their urination has basically stopped. They're not urinating as much as they should. Um, they become constipated from all the foods that they're eating and they're not having a bowel movement every day. So that elimination route is blocked. They're not, or maybe not working, but 10% or 15%. They're not exercising because we've become a sedentary lifestyle with the computers and everything else. So the, uh, they're not sweating as much as they were because they're not outside. They're not doing a bunch of activities. They're not exercising. And they're not breathing heavily enough. So they're not, you know, those two, the sweating and the, and the breathing kind of, you know, go hand in hand. You know, you, you need that deep breath in and out when you exercise, pumping that lymphatic, pumping the lungs. And I mean, I tell you what, I've counseled with thousands of women and you know pretty much all of them's hormones are off and their menstrual cycles are off and they have all kinds of issues going on 
Um, and so that's disrupted. So when you shut down all of the body's natural elimination routes, you end up accumulating more and accumulating more and congesting more and more and more inside the system. So all of that together with the blocked elimination routes, all the chemicals, all the toxins, all that stuff coming in lowers your emotional and your body's uh, spiritual and vibrational state. And Tesla, believe it or not, uh, was uh, very into that. So was Einstein. And that's why they both became vegetarians later on in life, because they realized that meat is one of the things that lowers your vibrations uh, down uh, the fastest. So as they continued yeah. studying, studying quantum mechanics and energetics, uh, they realized that and they both became vegetarians. And Tesla even said, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. So, um, and they took him out too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why with the, with the Tesla car and that I, I really, uh, I wish he would have picked a different name for all of the stuff that he's doing. Um, but I, I would love to see a renaissance of Nikola Tesla's work and spotlighting him, you know, as not just an amazing inventor, but really he was someone that saw way beyond his time and saw the connection, saw also that we can connect ourselves into, we can plug into the power of the universe ourselves. And that was a very dangerous thing. That was too dangerous at that time as well. So to get to the solutions, um, how do you raise your vibrations in your body? How do you uh, open back up your elimination routes? Uh, the first thing is what we just talked about, being educated, knowing, you know, just being conscious of what you put in your mouth whether that's what you're drinking or what you're eating or what you're breathing and being conscious of your environment and just looking and reading labels and making sure you're not consuming or putting toxic things in your system. Uh, and then starting from scratch and going through, which is an age old thousand year old method of doing nothing more than just cleansing and detoxifying your body. If every doctor, started with this method of cleansing and detoxifying their patients before they put them on medications or before they even diagnosed them, we would be living in a completely different world right now. Because what we found is just after the detoxification and cleansing, most of the symptoms go away and they're back to normal because that is the cause of their situations to begin with. So being conscious of that is the number one. And then the number two thing is always starting with an intestinal gut health cleanse. All disease, all these chemicals, toxins, they come in through the gut. So all disease and all health begins in the intestinal tract. And what we found is that's always the first starting point. So cleaning and healing the gut. Then we clean and heal the liver. Then we get rid of all of the fungus and the harmful organisms and the parasites and all that stuff that's accumulated in your body and everybody has them. And the last thing we do is cleanse all the chemicals and heavy metals out of the system. Now, what that does is it reopens. Once you clean and heal the gut, you start eating healthy food, then you start having normal bowel movements. Once you start eliminating all those toxic beverages, and you start drinking more pure, clean water, then you start urinating again. You're urinating out the toxins. And once your body and your self-healing mechanism starts to reactivate, then your body starts to heal itself. That's really what we're trying to do is teach you how to be your own doctor. And then in the meantime, um, you're, as you're cleansing your body, you're also cleansing your mind and you're becoming self-confident and you're you know, your body's able to reactivate and you're able to think more clearly and you're able to function more clearly and your energy levels come up and you might lose some weight. And then, you know, it's a lifestyle change that you're doing. So 
in simplicity, recognizing the root cause of disease and then changing your life. And you can do it slowly over a period of time, but detoxifying and cleansing and maybe working in a little bit of intermittent fasting in there, or maybe a couple of days of water only fasting to help you detoxify. Those are the real secrets to health because your body has the ability to heal itself. It just needs the opportunity to be able to um, have your support and say, hey, we're going to do this and we're going to you know, go through these cleansing and we're going to go through this detoxification. Uh, and then there's lots of outside things you can do too that even help you know, I'm talking about the internal cleansing and getting the internal, your internal body clean. But on the outside, there's, you know, there's laser therapy, there's massage therapy, there's lymphatic drainage techniques, there's colon hydrotherapy, there's chiropractic, acupuncture. I mean, all of the things on the outside that you can do to incorporate that into your life for stress relief or uh, float tanks or hyperbaric or oxygen, you know, IVs or anything like that. Those are all great too. Meditation, actually. Meditation, most people don't talk uh, enough about meditation. Meditation to me is, is one of the most effective healing modalities known to man. Not only do you connect with your true self, but you're also connecting with the universal consciousness. You're separating yourself from this reality. You're practicing mindfulness, which is really nothing more than uh, living in the present moment. And that means uh, your attention is in, the, is in the present moment. So if someone's talking to you, you actually listen and you hear what they say. Um, or if you're eating, you're paying attention and you're focusing on the food that you're eating and you're giving thanks and you're, and you're grateful. But now you're starting to see more studies come out that show the effectiveness of meditation. And not only does it help balance your hormones, it reduces stress, it produces stem cells. I mean, you, it's, it's just absolutely amazing what it does to the body and regeneration of the body. So Music is another external factor that you mentioned that can be very calming, that can be very healing. Cooking uh, can be very calming and healing. Gardening can be very uh, calming and healing. Grounding yourself back to the earth as well. So all of these are just internal and external techniques that I explain completely in, in, in my book, The Secret to Health, uh, the new one, which I'll be happy to, to provide to all the listeners for free uh, on the show today. Um, and then just more or less adopting a 80-20 rule where you're trying your best to live a healthy, organic lifestyle 80% of the time. Most people right now are living by the 10-90 rule. I was going to say. <laughs> they only do 10% uh, of things right. It's, it's unfortunate, but those are baby steps. If you improve yourself 1% every single day, by the end of the year, you'll improve yourself 365%. So it's just, you know, do one thing at a time, take your time and, and start improving your health, your life and everything around you will change because as your vibration and your energy goes up, uh, you notice that you start attracting new people into your life. You start attracting um, healthier food choices. I mean, everything around you changes, your whole environment changes. Well, and, and what you were, when you were talking about all of the things that weigh us down, as far as our, um, our body's defense system, the, our bodies are amazing. I believe that they are little miracle machines and, and so much, uh, even it's my own health issues that I've had talking to my body, talking to my cells, they, you know, they do, it's a, it's a miracle because they have the ability to react but when you think about it, it's it, with all the foods and the, you know, pharmaceuticals and the 5G and the negative energy, especially right now with everything politically and um, this fear, this scare with COVID and people's uncertainty with their finances, you know, with their jobs, all of that. It's like asking somebody to run a, like a sprint race but they've, but you pack on them all these weights, like they've got to carry all these weights. You can't run that race if you are carrying all this stuff on you. So there's some things that we, 
there's some things that we might be able to, that there's some things that we'd be able to change. There's other things that we have to learn to adapt, but at least if we're doing something, if we're taking some of that weight off, then we have a much better chance. That's why um, just even people who get, you know, if it's flu season, you don't, doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get the flu, but if you have all that stuff that you're holding on to, all of that weight, how is your body going to be able to react to it? So when the, when a bug does come by you, is, are you going to be able to, to fight it off? Your body's immune system is going to be strong enough, or is it going to be, you're going to succumb to it because you don't have anything left to give. That's the importance of what, what you've been talking about. And I know you, um, you teach that to your, to your patients as well, that even just little things that we can do. Um, and your book is amazing. The Green Body Cleanse. What, what's the new title again? No, I renamed it The Secret to Health. <laughs> the Secret to Health. The yeah, well, you're right. Health. It was The Green Body Cleanse, and now it's The Secret to Health. It, it's a very, it's an upgraded version, actually. I haven't upgraded it. It's a new edition. So it's just got a lot of new information in there, some new uh, technologies, some new methods, and uh, just ultimately, it's everything you need to completely change your whole life. Um, it's very uh, all, powerful. Here's a research packed into one book. Um, it, it's amazing. It's, it's written in a really, it's not a medically written book where you can't understand the terminology and all that. It's very simply written and it's easy to understand. And, you know, you're right. I mean, people right now are going through a very difficult time. There's a lot of negative, negative energy that's being pushed on us, a lot of lies. And people, people know it in their heart. They can feel it. They can, they can feel the lies being, uh, um, being spread um, for, for, for purposes of control and manipulation and all kinds of other things. It's, it's really kind of crazy what's going on. And unfortunately it's created a lot of turmoil in, in families and, and suicides and people gaining weight and um, people living in a state of fear and panic and, and negative and living in that sympathetic fight or flight response. And so, Yes, we have had a lot of people that have contacted us and anything from how to boost your, keep your immune system strong to how to cope with what's going on in their lives right now. And probably, you know, the best piece of, of advice I can give for that is um, now is a great time to, to worry about your health and to change your health. You're at home, you're not, you know, things are off. Now it gives you focus. You can focus on you, you know, and to do that, just, just, turn everything off and start, you know, going inside and, and start figuring out how you can become a better person and how you can become a healthier person. And one of the easiest ways that I've found, it's not, it's not easy transitioning into it, but this, this definitely will in three or four days completely change your outlook. And it's winning the mornings and winning the evenings. A uh, big fan of in the morning is when your mind is rested, uh, you can achieve great things. But in order, to, in order to wake up fresh early in the morning, you need to make sure you go to bed early. Um, so kind of the rule that I've been telling people and that people have been doing is like, and it's really hard for some people, but it works. Like immediately it works. You can, you can feel a change. Is uh, no TV, no electronics after seven thirty, um, and no. That is uh, like that is like that is like uh, asking a teenager to <laughs> to not be a teenager. You know it. You're so. First of all, no complaining, <laughs> no blaming. You know, laughing. You know, if you're going to be with your family and everything, see, this is, I, I kind of talk to entrepreneurs about this because I have a lot of like successful entrepreneurs, millionaires, billionaires. And they ask me, you know, uh, I mean, they, they say, I have all this money. I've accomplished all this success, but, I, but my health, my marriage, my whole life is suffering. Like, you know, all I've spent 30, 40 years building these companies and my body is breaking down. I'm unhappy. I thought money was going to make me happy. Uh, you know, everything in my life is, is basically horrible. And, um, 
you know, I ask them, I say, you know, you put all that time and effort into building your company. What, what do you consider? What do you consider your family? Um, how much work have you put into that? Uh, because, and, and of course the answer is always no. It's like, well, you have this great culture at your office that you developed on how you take care of your employees. You have, um, you do a monthly strategy meetings. You do, you look at your threats. You, you know, you look at what's working. You get motivated when you come up with new ideas. Why are you not using the same techniques that you use to build your company, your great company, to build a great family and a great you? And see, that's, that's kind of the thing that's forgotten out there because you, you, you focus and you think so much on uh, entrepreneurs anyway, on business, running a business and, and everything. And then you come home and your family is just your family and you're not using the same techniques of growth in your family as you are in your business. Because we have really four things that, that we need to balance our time between. We have our work life. We have our personal life, which is our own personal development that we need to do. We need to work on ourselves. We have our relationship life, and then we have our spiritual life. Our relationship life is going to be family, kids, but it's also a social component in there, our friends and family. Um, you know, all of those, you know, it's very hard to balance them equally all the time, but there should be some sort of balance between all of those. You know, you, you might go for three or four weeks where you have to work 20 hours a day, you know, but then you need to say, Hey, I need to, you know, balance that out and figure out a time where I can take a week or two or three weeks to spend time with the family and then time with the friends and everything like that. So that's kind of, uh, you know, what, what I think that people need to look at, and that's kind of something that I've been working with. I've learned a lot actually from talking to all these individuals, like what not to do, you know, um, because I see their pain and their suffering. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. Or, uh, you know, I need to pay more attention to this. or I need to pay more attention to that. But going back to what, what, what really works is breaking that habit. And, um, and it is very hard to not, you know, this is, this is how you repair all that. No electronics after 7.30. And no, I usually say no eating after 8, you know, at the latest 8. Because you don't want to go to, you, um, you want to be in a good mood before you go to bed. And what people are doing is they're eating too late. They're drinking a bunch of alcohol too late. They go to bed watching the news or something. So they're going to bed in a very low vibrational state. So this means like after 7.30, maybe you can cook with your family, you can play board games, you can talk, but the kids aren't on the phone. Um, go for a walk, go for a bike ride together, um, sit in front of the fire, everybody gets a book and they read for an hour or whatever, but everybody needs to be asleep by 9.30. And, and that's how you win the mornings. And the mornings, getting up early around six o'clock to 6.30. This is when we do our no, no touching any electronics. The first thing in the morning is for our family, 15 minutes of meditation. I get up usually around three or four and meditate till they get up, but 15 minutes of meditation, and then we go into personal development for 20 minutes, and nobody's allowed to look at their phone, nobody's allowed to do anything. 20 minutes of personal development, and that's usually we put on a YouTube video of, you know, somebody, to motivational speaker, or how to communicate better, or how leadership, or management, or how to motivate yourself, or how to deal with stress, or Jim Rohn, or Anthony Robbins, or, you know, anybody out there that's an that's talk that has a real positive message on how you can improve your life somehow or another. So we'll do 20 minutes of that. And then we'll do, um, you know, individual, if somebody wants to read or they want to do some spiritual development, if they want to, you know, whatever they want to do usually. So it's about, it varies for like 30 to 45 minutes. So by 6:45, let's say everybody's ready to start their day. And if you do that and incorporate that and then have one day a week where everybody can sleep in, like usually Sunday, so, so not so monotonous, I guarantee you that your stress level, your health, everything in your life will improve just by doing that. 
And that doesn't include, obviously, you know, changing up and avoiding all the chemicals and toxins and eating healthy and, you know, drinking more water and all that. But that's just a way that you can relieve those stresses. You can, you can, it also makes you realize what you were doing before. And also another thing you can do is journaling. You know, what do you, especially with kids in the morning, you know, during that time, um, why don't you just write down 10 things that are positive about your life, what you're grateful for. Um, you can even go around in circles as a family and, and everybody gets, uh, has a chance to talk about anything that's bothering them with, uh, in the family. It's kind of like a open family session. And then they, you can all, and then you follow that up with, okay, what are some of the good things that you're experienced? Like, what do you love? What do you love about your mom? You know, let, tell your mom what you love about her. Tell your dad what you love about her. Tell your brother what you love about him. So it's kind of an open form of just getting things out, being able to communicate more as a family, because that is the main issue with most relationships is communication and not com being feeling like you're able to communicate what's on your what's on your mind and people get angry real you know too fast and then it just you know they pile up well, all these emotions they're in isolation when you know you think about it the first thing everybody does is get on their phone and they they're going into that world and there is no there is no communication a lot of families kids aren't sleeping they're not getting enough sleep. They're um, on the electronics, you know, right up until the moment they go to sleep. Then as soon as they wake up, they're back on the electronics and they're back into that, into a world that is not, it's not present with themselves. And so they're not going to be able to communicate what their needs are, their goals, or, hey, I'd like to have, make this happen today. It's almost like re, it's being in a reactionary world as well, because your moods can be set by what you, you know, what you, what you see on this thing. Um, it's, it's, it's something that I think we, we have to be, we really need to be aware of as a, in a, as a society and as a culture, how much we are addicted to those devices and and myself included I, you know how many times have i woken up and i first thing i do is i check my email from you know for work just to see okay what's you know did i miss something is something <laughs> is there something that i need to do right away but i love that you take that time in the morning to actually be really present with yourself and your family and that can set the course for a whole different whole different day of what you can accomplish. That's the whole point. That's the whole point of it. You're setting yourself up for a positive day. You're setting yourself up for, uh, you're training your mind, especially to be able to start your day in a positive way, basically. And, um, you know, I can't, years ago before I started this, I can't tell you how many times because, and you know, this, like, as entrepreneurs, as, um, as business people, and even, even employees, uh, especially when you get higher up the totem pole, um, you, you end up really everybody's problems come to you and you end up at more or less as a problem solver. And so uh, it's, and that's another big thing with entrepreneurs and all these, uh, these big, uh, you know, CEOs and everything. It's like, they started the company because they had fun doing it. They were in the labs and everything. But now all you do is deal with problems all day long. And so I say there really is no such thing as a problem. There's only a situation and there's always a solution to every situation. But many a times, you know, I'll get my, uh, you know, I'll, I, in the morning before I was doing that, I might wake up at, you know, four in the morning, just feeling something and look at my phone. And it's like, oh man, all of a sudden, some situation going on over here and your heart just goes and then you get this anxiety and it's just like boom that's the first thing that you experience during the day and then you can't stop thinking about it and then it's like oh great i'm gonna have to go into the office early now and deal with this uh and and now i'm not gonna you know now i gotta go straight into the office and and even if i was to say no i'm not gonna go into the office i'm gonna do my meditation i'm gonna do all this well guess what all you're doing is thinking about that situation during your whole meditation. You can't even focus. And you're going to be maybe. And that's happened to me because I, I always go to the gym afterwards 
And now like what was happening, I'm done with my personal development, all that. I leave the house and I go to the gym. It's my routine. And now, you know, I'm noticing myself like I'll be at the gym and then my ding, my phone will go off and I'll just look at it and I'll be like, something happened over here. And I'm like, oh, great. I'm going to have to go deal with this. And I just leave the gym straight away to go deal with the issue. Whereas if I wouldn't have checked my phone, I would have just been in that calm state. I would have finished my workout and then I would have dealt with it. So would it have mattered? I mean, would have I gotten anything, you know, done, you know, 30 minutes earlier versus probably not. But my mind then went into this anxiety state. I'm thinking about all this. Oh my gosh, I got to, you know, deal with this situation. So as much as you can try to disconnect from this reality and go within and, you know, try to find your true self within and, and learn how to, um, you know, through meditation, all, all meditation is, is just detachment from reality, really. Um, and, and finding your true self. So. And it's so important. It's some, it's just, a, it's, it's actually, it's only just a few minutes out of your day where you're able to, to go within you. And we're all walking. So many people are just walking around, not ever, connecting with themselves um some because maybe they don't they're 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 afraid of looking within and just being with ourselves i think we're a society too that's very uncomfortable being with themselves because we're Mm -hmm. not used to it we're you know we're told what we're told who we are from the outside world and we're we're, we rarely take that moment so that will be the challenge we're going to ask all of our out of the box with Christine listeners and viewers, if they can consciously just today, even just, just once today, take a few minutes and just meditate and, and be still and, and also let those thoughts, you know, that's the other thing too. People go, well, I keep thinking of things. Just let them, it's like a bird. Just let them just there. The bird comes by and just the bird is going to fly by and don't trip out about it. Don't think too hard about it because we think so much all the time anyway. Dr. Group, I am so happy and grateful that you came on the show today. And, um, and I know that you had, well, you had mentioned, you had mentioned the book as well. Should we include like a link for people to, um, to access that? Or do you want to give out your website? What, how do you want people to, to get in touch with you? Uh, well? Yeah, uh, remind me and I'll send you a link or I'll just send you the PDF and you can upload it and, and put the link on there to your site if you want. Um, we can do whatever's going to be easier for you. I would say probably the most, you, you, if you like watching videos, go to my YouTube channel. It's Dr. Group on YouTube. I mean, there's years and years of videos like you can learn about everything you need to learn about on for free on my on my youtube channel 5g all the chemicals the toxins how to cleanse your body um hours upon hours of information you can also go to globalhealing.com we have tons of information there great products and uh either global healing on facebook as well so um yes thank you so much for having me on really appreciate it and um just everybody out there just know that you do have the power to heal yourself you do have the most powerful healing mechanism in your body your self-healing mechanism and it's just one decision away um, for you to start on that path to health and happiness i love you i love you dr group (laughs) (laughs) i love you too I'll make sure I have um, have the links to uh, to everything in the show notes so people can check it out. And I do highly recommend um, folks. We didn't even we didn't even talk about this is how beautiful he is. We didn't even talk about all the amazing, really amazing products that he has developed over these last few decades. And um, when you go to the site, make sure that when you go to the website, make sure you look up Oxy Powder. It's one of my favorite things on the planet. It has helped me so much. And also O2 Zap, which is ozonated olive oil, which is so healing for the skin. But there's so many things there that you can take a look at. And please do uh, check him out on YouTube as well. We'll put that link in the show notes as well. And Dr. Group, I want to have you back anytime you'd like to come back and, and address the audience on a particular thing. 
Um, we're, in a, we're in some interesting times right now. And what I love about you is you're always reinforcing the, this beautiful power that we have within ourselves. And you're encouraging your patients to, to take responsibility too for our own health, but to tap into that really powerful part of our bodies and our spirits. So thank you again, Dr. Group, so very much. I love you. I love you. Love you. Thanks for having me on. And thank you, wonderful listeners and viewers for tuning in. Remember, of course, to subscribe to this podcast in any way that you can and share the show if you, if you can as well. If you loved what you were hearing, if you were motivated, if you got goosebumps during this conversation, please share the show with as many people as you can. Until next time, as I always say, remember to think outside that damn box. Bye for now. Well, that wraps up another edition of Out of the Box with Christine, the podcast for conscious folk. And it has been an absolute honor being with you today. For more information on this program, please visit outoftheboxwithchristine.com. And if you'd like to book a private coaching session on how to expand your business or how to create your own podcast, feel free to contact me directly at christineblasdale.com. That's christineblasdale.com. I would love to help you navigate this journey called life. Until then, remember as always to think outside that damn box. Bye for now.